Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban. And I'm Sandra Priestley. I almost forgot. I'm Sandra Priestley and welcome to the podcast. This one is, I'm sure, going to be the best because we have no idea what we're going to fucking say. Not a clue. So it is going to be seriously good. I know it. I am drinking green tea, which seems cloudy and it's a bit concerning, but it's good. <laughs> what are you drinking today? Well, I was going to drink some gingerbread tea that one of my patients brought me. Ooh, both of us were going to drink tea. I know, but then I got distracted. Okay. Because Paul brought me home. Paul posted on Facebook yesterday about this espresso martini recipe. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, yes. So what does Paul go do yesterday? He goes and buys the ingredients, except nice. for the espresso beans that you put on top. Oh, he missed that part. So he asked me last night, do you want to try a martini? And I was like, no, you know, I'll wait till we have all the stuff. Right. I'm good. Plus who wants an espresso martini on a weeknight <laughs> at like seven 30 at night? Like, I mean, I wouldn't just cause I want to sleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got home today and <clears throat> I had a call and I was like, you know what? I can make an espresso martini. I can play with it. So I made it. I put it with a big ice cube. I didn't put it in a martini glass because mm -hmm. nothing was chilled and I wasn't going to go through all the trouble of shaking it. And is it good? Did you use decaf? <laughs> well, no, but I have our ambassador Christmas party after this. Okay. So, you know, I'm just pre gaming, right? Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's important. Is it good? Mm -hmm. Does it taste good? Oh, it tastes so good. Mm. So okay. now I got to go to Paul's Facebook and get the recipe. Yeah. It's on my page. It's How? three ingredients. Right. It's like vodka and then like espresso vodka. Who knew? There's espresso vodka. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then two other things. One of them is there are two liqueurs. Okay. So, so bus to put it over ice, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have had, I've had a pretty cool week. I have to say I've had some really interesting conversations and I posted mm -hmm. something about, um, resistance, like Okay. Resistance is my thing. I love to help women through resistance. I love, and I feel like it's because I have been in it myself so many mm -hmm. times, <laughs> you know, where I know it, I know this, I wear this like my skin suit. And, um, so it was interesting because I, I was having this conversation with a client and she, she's a parent coach. And she was working with someone who was very, like, she had problems that she was wanting help with and kind of had an idea of what she was going to do. And what my client had done was sort of give her a completely different or opposite approach, completely different approach that she knew had worked. 
And it was interesting to see how she worked through that, that um, just like total resistance or um, what's the word I was going to use? Like, um, anyway, resistance to trying this new way. And the woman that she was talking to. Yes. Okay. All I kept thinking of was how our minds intentionally, we seek out, um, oh, what's the word, man, I'm having a dyslexic day today. We seek out like probability. We seek out like what we believe is going to happen. We kind of go through all of the past mm -hmm. stuff that we've ever done yeah. because we want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. We want probable, we want probability and our minds are going to do that. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about how fucking brave we need to be mm -hmm. in order to do something that is different. At the same time, if we want change, we have to do something that is different. We have yeah. to change if we want change. So it's no reason or it's no wonder why so many people stay stuck. Well, and what happens is we look at the past and we say, last time I did this, this happened. I failed, fell on my face, lost all my money, whatever it is. So this is dangerous or anything in this arena. Maybe it's yeah. going into business for yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to go and I'm going to work for somebody else for the rest of my life where it's safe yeah. because that is dangerous. And yeah. then we can't see it. We, we can have brilliant ideas, brilliant business models, like boom, boom, boom. But it's not a possibility for us because our brain goes, oh, no, 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 that's dangerous. Last time you did that, you fell on your face. You cannot do that again. Or this is what I know. Mm -hmm. I know how that turns out. And I want to do what feels safe, even if it, even if I hate it, you know, how many people stay in a job that they absolutely fucking hate and they have such passions and such brilliance in them and such amazing opportunities. And when they come to me with like, this is what I'm doing, but I'm scared and I'm not sure. And I'm, you know, I can see where this looks. I can see how amazing this looks. I can see how amazing they will feel when they start to step into their passions. Yeah. But they're looking for safety. Mm -hmm. And what's safe is I've been working in this job. I get paid this amount and I know I hate it. But I know I can handle that pain because I've been through it before. It mm -hmm. kind of, you know, I've just gotten used to it over time. It's a familiar well, hell. It's a familiar hell instead of an unfamiliar heaven. Correct. And I just, it was just fascinating to kind of watch this go, like watch this interaction, watch this exchange mm -hmm. um, that she had talking the her client through sort of mindset shift that she okay. went through. well that has to shift in order for the client to do anything 
because oh. the client cannot make that leap yeah with that belief because if the client makes the leap with the belief that they're going to fall on their face yeah. what's going to happen they're going to fall on their face <laughs> Interesting too, from the business world, but also, I mean, also weight loss, it would be for hypnosis, it would be for anything, right? It's interesting because I think that there was this sort of, they call it bro marketing, you know, like the sort of traditional way that people market themselves. And if someone comes with an objection, the idea up until recently was to manage their, why am I using air quotes all fucking day? Anyway, it was to manage their objections. And I really thought people get their own objections. I'm not going to try to manage and I'm not going to try to beg you. And I'm not going to try to convince you mm-hmm. because you're either ready to take that leap or you're not. Yes. And if I convince you to work with me, I'm going to have to drag you. And I don't want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same with weight loss. If someone came in to, to work with you and they were saying, I'm not sure. And they were bringing all of the excuses. Go. I will guarantee you would say, maybe you're not ready. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go and think about it and come back if you change your mind? Because if you said, oh, but you can do this and look at this and here's this other person and she was in the same spot. And what if you do this? And if you just, I'll help you through and I'll, you can talk to me every day. I mean, and that's what I would be doing the whole time they were there and they would resent me every moment because I made them be there Um, in sales training, not get the results either. No, 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 no. Cause they'd be too pissed off. In yeah. sales training, uh, when I was in with MetaFast years ago, mm-hmm. um, they would bring us together and we would do all these trainings and it was get to their pain point, find out yeah, where the pain comes from and push on it until they're like, I'll do whatever you want to make this go away, amplify it. And no. looking at, even at the time, I wouldn't argue with them, but I was like, I don't want to work with people that I have to do that to. I want them there because they want to be there because then we'll have more successful people, not just money coming in and going out. Yeah. Um, And I know I laugh because salespeople or sales trainers would, would like die if they heard me with a client or a patient going, think about it. If you're not ready for this, wait. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> For sure. And it was interesting because I actually, I just took a, a it was just a free, um, a free masterclass. And this woman was just, it felt like she was, I was shocked actually. It felt like she was leading with shame. Mm. And I mean, I could see through it. It was like under this guise of like, you know, you could achieve all that you desire, but what if you don't respect yourself to follow through? What, let's have a conversation about respect. Let's have a conversation about integrity. Let, I'm thinking to myself, whoa, this is shame disguised as desire. Yeah. Yep. 
I can't do it. I can't listen. I can't. Mm-mm. And I think we spend a lot of time in this weird space of trying to drag people, beg people. I said to one of my clients, she had come to me um, for relationship coaching and she was, um, she's very, very active. And her, her husband was gaining weight and was like really sort of down and, you know, numbing. And, and so she said, I try to encourage him. I try to, and I said, okay, but here's the thing. You really, really want him to be happier, to be more energetic, to, to lose weight because that's what he wants. But the minute he says that he's thinking about going for a walk, you run to the car, grab your running shoes, buy some for him, get his gear. And you know, like you're running. <laughs> yes, I got the shoes. Let's go right now. It's the middle of the night. That's okay. Like, so. Yeah. Instead of just allowing him to do right. it. Allowing that moment, that like vulnerability of saying, I think I want to do this and allowing all of the excuses, all of the reasons, all of the protective mechanisms that we come up with. Like we need a time period where we allow those to come through because they will. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, when our minds go through all of the reasons why we shouldn't, all of the reasons why I want to be safe, so I'm not going to do this, so I'm going to convince myself. When we get through that, I think that there's this moment of clarity where it's like, I'm willing to take that leap, even though I don't know what's coming. Yeah. And yeah. that's such a powerful state instead of knowing what pain you're going to reach. I was watching, um, like if you stayed stuck, I was watching Mel Robbins. She shows up in my feed a lot. And she made this it was a reel on Instagram and she was talking about um, taking that sort of leap of faith. Mm -hmm. She said, it's almost like um, finding clarity and finding your passion of what, what it is that you want to do. And a lot of times we sit and we just think, I'm not sure what to do. And we stay stuck in that unsuredness. Mm -hmm. Imagine it's like a bridge And you don't necessarily know what's on the other side of the bridge, but you just trust that the bridge is going to lead you somewhere. And it might be amazing. It might not be, but it's still going to be better than you staying where you are. Yes. But there's also the intuition that you need to listen to. Like if you're standing on the edge of a building and you really want to jump, not to die, but to fly. You need to make sure you can fucking fly. <laughs> so yeah. there's some things that like life is trying to protect you. Like, yeah, that's not a good idea, honey. Yeah. But then there are also things that you don't know what's on the other side, but you can feel with every fiber of your being that on the other side of that bridge or door or at the bottom of that staircase or the top of that staircase is magic waiting for you. Although you don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like this. Huh? It's like this podcast. 
there you like go. when we started it, right? And I, and I always go back. It was such a good lesson. I always go back to it because it was something that you kept hearing. And when you approached me, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I always, my first is like, yes, let's jump. And then I think, whoa, okay. See, here's like all of these reasons. Like, oh, do I really want to do this? Like, I don't know. Am I good enough to be on this podcast? Am I going to say something fucking stupid? And, um, but it's like an inner knowing that you just have to try. Yep. I wonder, do you think that there, or have you recognized in yourself, being that you're so introspective lately, have you recognized within yourself when there is a gut feeling or your intuition that feels like fear, like a real fear or a thought of fear? Can you like, can you feel the difference? Have you noticed well, that? I've been, I've been getting really good at identifying that's a story. Mm-hmm. I had an opportunity about a year ago to do something different. Someone approached me and wanted me to make a really big change. And it sounded amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it from all these angles going, this makes sense. This makes sense. This makes sense. But what didn't feel right was severing my relationship with the docs. Mm -hmm. um, and there was something in me that was like, not yet, not yet. And I couldn't explain it because it made so much sense to make this move. But it didn't like internally. And so I couldn't act and I couldn't make a move because I didn't know that I was, I didn't feel that. Yes. It was, right. it was like my inner being was going, hang on, girl, don't mm -hmm. get crazy. Well, less than a year later, some things unfolded that made me go, Ooh. if right. I had taken this leap, and taking this opportunity as it was presented, I would be totally fucked right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would be on this path that I have found myself on with the hypnotherapy and NLP. I don't know that I would have shifted in this I direction. I was thinking that as you were talking, yeah. Um, I would have severed an amazing relationship with the people that I work for, like I would have missed out on quite a bit of magic. Mm -hmm. And, and it makes me giggle because I knew it wasn't fear. I just knew I didn't have all of the information yet. And I knew that meant I was not supposed to move. Right. But, but these last three years and being, you know, studying and reading and paying attention and learning and going, oh, these are made up stories that you've been living as truth and believing as truth, including the shit that you make up when you're laying in bed in the morning, filled with anxiety about a story that you're making up. Hadn't even happened yet, Lee. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and this, these three years have like, I have been in my head. I didn't realize until, you know, this NLP class and I'm working and we're talking about being internal or external. And I'm looking at how internal I have been. It served me. It has helped. And I have been external enough to have the wherewithal to get in touch with you and go, let's start a podcast. Where the fuck did that come from, Sandra? I do not know. Straight from God. <laughs> right. Um, and so I just look at these things that I've done enough to make some momentum happen. And I'm looking now at going, it's time to get out of your head. Not completely. I'm not done with school. I, yeah. I still, I might have a year left, but to really get out and, and put to practice in my own life. And of course, with clients, all of these things. So yes, I agree. Um, question for you, because yeah. when you're talking internal and external, I, I'm interpreting it with the way that I, with my book of law, right? Okay. So I'm not entirely sure if I'm interpreting it correctly as Great question. that you have been um, introduced it, but I see it as yin and yang energy or feminine and masculine energy. I think yin energy is that more like introspective sitting back Whereas the yang is the do energy, similar yeah. to masculine energy, right? Do, do, do. Let's see what we can create here. And I think that we can sit stuck in yin energy. And I think everything has, I mean, we always need yin energy. We always have to have that introspection. But, and I think that um, it's almost dang near impossible to have only yin energy and not a little bit of yang. But it's almost like in my mind, you're mostly yin with a little bit of yang. Uh, like it's like it's pulling you mm -hmm. or or maybe pushing you to do that, to do the dang thing. Yeah. You have to have that balance. We're always seeking homeostasis. We're always seeking balance. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if that's that's the way I interpret it. Yeah. So and how I if think about it is I analyze everything. So when someone does something with the exception of my husband and my daughter, when they do things, I can make snap instant decisions about what that fucking meant. <laughs> However, if the rest of my life things happen and I sit and I look, and then I look at where that person is. So for example, Lily was talking to a guy online and they're, they have a couple of conversations, never met in person. And he decides to announce one night that if they are to date, the only men that Lily will be talking to is her father and her son. So you can imagine how well that went over with my daughter. Right. <laughs> and she's talking to me about it. And I was like, oh, he's been hurt. This is him trying to control the situation. 
like he might not be a total dick. Um, this is just the result of what's happened to him. And he's weak and couldn't figure out how to figure it out. So he's going to control the situation. That being said, this is a red fucking flag. And that means run. Yeah. You don't need to hate the guy. You don't need to badmouth the guy. You, you, you want to understand where he came from, but you don't need to fix that. Like yeah, that is like not. It's just like a trauma response. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I tend to, to analyze things. And what does this mean? Sometimes it's great because I can, what does this mean? And get super, super excited and pumped, ready to do something. But I'm feeling the need for more peopling, like really connecting mm -hmm. with people, not just in an office setting where we're working on coaching or hypnotherapy, that kind of thing, but authentic conversations with yeah. friends, with colleagues, with, um, mm -hmm. instead of being up here in my head so much okay, thinking, but mm -hmm. I love the yin yang balance that you're equating it to because yeah. that, that does make sense. But we always want to be a little leaning one way or a little leaning the other, because if For it's sure. completely balanced, we are bored out of our minds. <laughs> right. But I do feel like we're always seeking it, or maybe that's my Libra, but I don't feel like we are completely balanced, but I feel like we're always like shifting to seek it, like sometimes more yin, then we move and then it's a little bit more yang. And then we move back. Like, I think over time, mm -hmm. you know, you know, this is so interesting. We're having this conversation. I have a hypnotherapy patient and she came in today and she told me, she said, Lee, I don't know what happiness feels like. I don't remember a time in my life where I was happy, maybe the birth of my children. I don't know. I don't remember it. I think she must be so balanced because there's not a whole lot of passion. Like she has plenty of money. And so she was raised very, very poor. And so now they have, they're set. They don't have to worry about anything. Right. So she feels like I should be so grateful for this. That mm -hmm. me wanting that is disrespecting this. So she stayed in this place of kind of balance. Mm. Where she's just bored because everything in her life is kind of in order. But mm -hmm. she doesn't have a passion that lights her on fire. And now you've got me thinking I need to mess with her elements a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, she's open. I bet she would take the too much water. Maybe. Yeah. Too much water needs a little bit of fire or maybe too much fire. <laughs> yeah, there's no fire. there. Like it. it sounds like it's no just fire. like way too much water. Mm -hmm. We are out of time. You are a busy lady and you have a call right away. So yes, I do. Like fun and surprising. Who knew where we were going to go? But, you know, just like if we were to sit down at the bar, have a drink after work on a Thursday. Yeah. And then be like, Sandra, I, I got to go. I know. <laughs>
Well, thank you, Sandra. And thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.